News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The world's biggest culture summit will take place in Dublin from the 28th of November until the 1st of December. Uh, Richard Shakespeare, Interim Chief Executive of Dublin City Council. Uh, tell us what it's all about. Um, well, thanks very much for having me on, Shane. It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a meeting of 500 delegates from 150 countries with over 100 speakers, uh, the title of which is Culture, Future, Goal. We act to bring local visions to global tables. And so it's essentially a, a thought, thought leadership on cultural rights and advocating for culture to be the 18th Sustainable Development Goal. OK, uh, so uh, people from all over the world, what kind of things will they be talking about? Oh, it's, it's an awful lot of it's about how we engage um, and the, the practices around engagement and about accessibility. I mean, we're lucky in this country in that we're, uh, we're very accessible. We're, you know, our culture is very accessible. Um, and we in the City Council are spending £130 million per annum on delivering uh, on our cultural offering. Okay, what, what kind of, that's a huge amount of money. What, what sort of, where does that go, that, that kind um, of spend? Well, you'll have, there's about 30 million into the public libraries. Um, you have sport and recreation. Um, you have heritage. You know what I mean? So it, it all adds up. You have arts. Um, and we're working, and that's on the revenue side. That's the day-to-day spend. But then on the on the capital side, you know, I think probably over the next uh, five to six years, we'll be spending probably in excess of half a billion on cultural infrastructure. Does that include uh, Parnell Square? Because there was a there there was a very ambitious plan. Uh, I think it's still there to build a kind of cultural quarter in an an area that is extraordinarily beautiful, but unfortunately extraordinarily neglected as well. Yeah, and I mean, what, what we're, where we are at the moment with that project, we're in detailed design. Uh, we hope to be out for a construction tender mid next year and uh, with uh, construction to begin in early 25 with the fin- it's, it's a two and a half, three year build. So you'd be hoping the back end of 27, um, we will be in a, that part of Parnell Square will have a 6,000 square metre library. And remember, libraries are probably the most democratic public spaces we have. It's community facilities. It's not just about borrowing books anymore. Okay, and um, just a few other things. Just while we have yeah. you, uh, Richard, I was um, I was in Strasbourg uh, recently visiting my my young fellows over in college. There, two things struck me about it. Uh, one was the lack of cars in the city centre. Huge parts of the of the city pedestrianised. The other was the number of people living in flats above shops. Can I ask you about car free first? Like, where are we at with in relation to College Green, for example? Um, well, you. you you, you and your listeners might be aware that um, we launched the city centre transportation plan uh, in September. That's open for consultation uh, until the 1st of December. Um, and, you know, one of the key components of that is the pedestrianisation from of Dame Street from Trinity College right up to South Great Georgia Street. Um, and we hope to have that uh, on in an interim basis in 2025, once uh, the NTA and the bus companies have redone their bus network yeah. as such. Um, and There's considerable opposition to it, isn't there? there no, well, is. well, well, at the, at the moment, it's tracking that the, we, we've 80% of respondents to date are in agreement with okay. the plans. Um, and it'll be, it'll be fantastic because you'll be able to walk from um, Stevens Green, literally unimpeded, 
to the keys <clears throat> and then you'll have uh, to cross the two the two keys and you'll be unimpeded then up to Parnell Square. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Parnell Street, sorry. So we'll, we are going down the road of the, the European model in terms of more oh, pedestrianisation. Abso- absolutely. Living over the shop, <clears throat> it's something we've really struggled with here. We have a housing crisis, we've all these vacant properties. What What is the problem there? Um, well, well, I think what you have is that you know, our, our building regulations and fire safety regulations are some of the most stringent in Europe. Um, but we are, and the City Council, uh, we have an adaptive reuse programme uh, going at the moment. Um, we've 19, 19 projects in scope. Some have been delivered, and that's anything from re- reusing old ba- an old bank in Drumcondra, which uh, will be four apartments. You know what I mean? But we can do more, and we are. The, we've been challenged by the Minister uh, in terms of the Urban Regeneration and Development Fund to get more living over the shop. But it, is, it isn't as simple as it sounds. Okay. You know, in European cities, there were always separate doors upstairs over the shop. Here, it, it tended to be the stairs is in the shop. At the back of the shop. At the whatever. back of the shop. So okay. that's one of the issues. But if we can acquire properties um, where we're able to continue the commercial activity, but then also have a separate entrance upstairs. If, you know, it is. But, I mean, there are various grants and we have the, the Living Street Initiative um, and we've had some success, not a lot, and that, that, that's based okay. on a tax break. A couple of quick other things before we let you go, Richard. Yeah. Uh, parking, there's been a fair bit of criticism of the the, uh, the parking costs, uh, on-street parking. It'll hit uh, four euros per hour in, in some uh, areas. People will be will be asking, what is the justification? In some areas, it's higher than indoor multi-storey car parks. Well, I, I suppose our approach is based on our city development plan, where the elected members and we all voted, that they all voted for the approach to, um, I suppose, make the, uh, for a modal shift to more sustainable forms of transport. And that included uh, the gradual increase in parking charges to encourage people into more sustainable modes of transport, be it the bus network or cycling or walking. Okay. Uh, just very finally, uh, obviously housing uh, and homeless services is a huge part of your budget. Uh, what more can be done there, do you think, in relation to, uh, to housing? Because a, a lot of politicians in the all saying local authorities in general aren't doing enough in relation to, to uh, housing and social housing. Well, it's, over the last four years, um, and by the end of this year, we will have housed eight, uh, more than eight thousand families into permanent accommodation, into permanent tenancies. Um, we can do more, but I mean, it's a multi-agency approach between ourselves, the land development agency, the approved housing bodies, um, and there's our pipeline is very, very strong, um, and our housing for all targets we're on track to hit our uh, ten and a half thousand units by the end of uh, by the middle of twenty seven. But the pipeline beyond that is actually much stronger. Okay. All right. We will leave it there. Richard Shakespeare, Interim Chief Executive of Dublin City Council. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast uh, this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.